Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Fly the W670 podcast, a Christopher Morell miracle. It's season two. It's episode 62. Don't forget to listen. Don't forget to review. Don't forget to subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Crowley, how about those standings? Oh, boy. The roller coaster ride continues, Dustin. As we take a look at the standings right here, the NL Central, the Cubs are 2.5 backs of Milwaukee. Milwaukee's in that tough stretch. They've lost two in a row. So, again, the Cubs could be 1.5 back if they could have took care of Tuki Toussaint. The Reds are right there with them, 2.5 back. Uh, Pittsburgh 8.5 and St. Louis 8.5. So they're tied for the basement. When we look at the wild card, if the playoffs started today, the Cubs are in by percentage I'm points over the Reds. So you got that. And Miami uh, is on a two game losing streak, but Arizona's bounced back recently with a two game winning streak. So we got to keep an eye, a lot of scoreboard watching going on still. Yeah, a lot of scoreboard watching going on. And uh, also heard, Crawley, that uh, you and your fellow season ticket holders got a bill in the mail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know they're going to be trying to do this while it's hot. So what's going to end up happening is we got our emails about postseason tickets. Usually that happens beginning of September. This is early. And not only that, but what the Cubs decided to do is send their invoices to season ticket holders. And so they're trying to kind of do those two things. If you want postseason tickets – you got to kind of then then that'll go for whatever you don't use. The remainder of the balance will be going towards your next year's balance. Right. Um, but if you don't get postseason tickets and, and, and you don't don't do this or if you don't try to choose to do that, it's it's funky. It's going to be more difficult. They want all the payment or not. I think half the payment up front, like in like early September or October, very early for um, having to pay for 2024. All right. So I'm sure that, uh, you, uh, pulled out your, uh, wad of cash from, uh, all your collectibles and you, uh, paid that bill over to the Cubs. Also, Marquis got a couple of special, uh, shows coming up that you want to talk about. Yeah, we're going to be previewing the Kansas City matchup. But as you guys know, we've had Bob Kendrick on the show numerous times. KC is the home of the Negro, uh, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. So after the game on Saturday, Cubs 360, there's going to be a special with Bob, also Cole Wright, Doug Glanville, and J.A. Adande at the Negro League Museum. And the other is the documentary, Buck O'Neill. It's all jazz. 
one of the most important figures. We've talked about him plenty on this podcast with Bob. It's going to be a must-see for Cub fans on Sunday night at 7 p.m. Don't miss it. I promise you it's going to be good. All right, going to fire up the DVR. Before we preview the Royals, let's talk about some rosters and unfortunate injury news. Yep, Caleb Killian was optioned back to Iowa, and Michael Rucker is back up. So Killian down, Rucker up. That was before the game on Tuesday. Nick Birdie worked one inning in Iowa with a strikeout and a walk on his rehab assignment. And Brad Boxberger pitched a third of an inning in the ACL Arizona Complex League and faced four batters with no issues. But that's not the big news, Dustin. <laughs> no, that's not it, Crowley. Big news prior to the game on Tuesday, we find out that Stroman wasn't going to be making the start against the White Sox on Wednesday. Apparently, he started experiencing right rib discomfort as he threw his bullpen in Toronto. The news came out on Wednesday that test shows he has a right rib cartilage fracture. Zero timeline on when he will be back. Jed Hoyer was asked about it. He said, I have no idea. That's the honest truth. We don't really know at this point. It's not a real common pitching injury. I've never seen that before. So for me to speculate would be false. So the rumor or one of the suggestions is, is that, first of all, usually they throw 30 pitches in these cases. He threw 50 pitches for some reason. Then he supposedly was involved in taking balls during batting practice. And maybe that's where he got hurt by getting hit with a ball or a throwing motion when he's out there screwing around, acting like he's a shortstop. You know, it's hard to say. I mean, that's how Stroh plays. And, you know, you want him coming into a game, being able to throw a decent amount of pitches, and he takes pride in his defense. I'm just going to chalk it up to bad luck, man. It just it happens. All right, it happens. I, I, I got a ton to say on Marcus Stroman. We're a little pressed for time on this one. We'll get back to this later. But the other interesting part now is where does David Ross turn? Drew Smiley, Hayden Wisniewski, is it somebody from the minors? Looks like the experts are saying that David Ross will go with Smiley next time through. Right. That's what he said. He didn't rule out Hayden Wesniski, but um, we'll see what Smiley has. Again, uh, the rosters expand on September 1st. Uh, ben Brown has been on the IL. Uh, so right now, Jordan Wicks looks like a, a good candidate to come up, uh, former first-round draft pick of the Cubs. So just something we're going to have to keep an eye on. This makes it a lot harder, but there's nothing you can do other than next man up. All right, this weekend, starting Friday afternoon, we're going to keep our eyes on the Cubs as they are hosting the Royals. And believe it or not, the Royals are even worse than the White Sox. 65-97 and 97 they, uh, last season is what they finished. Last place in the AL Central. Dustin, for the last five seasons, the Royals have finished either fourth or fifth in the AL Central. This was supposed to – they're going to try something different this year. They, they got Jordan Lyles. They got Zach Greinke or Aldis Chapman, Ryan Yarbo, and Josh Taylor. They did lose Adalberto Mondesi and Michael A. Taylor, but the moves didn't work. They're one of the worst teams in baseball. Only the A's are worse. Araldis Trapman was traded to the Rangers. They traded shortstop Nicky Lopez to the Braves, Scott Barlow to the Padres, and Ryan Yarbo went to the Dodgers. And don't forget, the Cubs got uh, Jose Quas for Nelson Velasquez. So we'll be seeing Nelson Velasquez this weekend. But something to kind of keep in mind here, Dustin, is that even though they're bad, we, we said how bad they are. They're wrapping up a four-game series with Seattle. They've lost two of three, but their offense has been explosive, scoring seven runs, eight runs, and five runs. Now, their pitching stinks. They're giving up more than they're scoring. But just, just kind of keep that in mind right now. When I was looking at the hots and the knots and all that stuff, you're, you're taking a look at Kansas City, and you're saying to yourself, 
man, this this team right now is a team that has uh, has a lot of guys that are hot right now. Well, speaking of giving up runs and giving up walks, that's uh, the game one pitcher on Friday, Jamison Tyone. Jamison Tyone, record of seven and seven, five seventy one ERA. He was doing really good until that last start in Toronto. He went three innings pitch, gave up eight hits, eight earned runs, two walks, and two Ks. Awful. Before that, though, against the Mets, seven innings, three hits, two earned runs. And against Cincinnati, he went five innings, gave up seven hits, two earned runs. We need that guy. That's the guy that we need back. That's the guy we need back indeed. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And um, for the Royals, we're going to have Cole Ragans coming in here. When we talk about Ragans, you know, a lot of these guys, again, like when we, we saw the White Sox and some of these other teams, uh, the, the, the Mets, a lot of their pitchers that they started with have been traded. Um, Ragans is three and four with a 421 ERA against St. Louis. He went five innings, gave up seven hits, four earned runs, five walks, and four strikeouts. He's another one of these guys with electric arms that can throw a lot of strikeouts and a lot of walks. His last start before that, 8-7 against Boston, he went 6.2. Only give up one earned run, Dustin. Eleven strikeouts to one walk. So yeah, well, again, that live changes. arm. Hopefully that changes on Friday. No doubt about that. All right, game two then, will feel a little bit better, right? Um, yeah. You know, you you're just hoping that uh, you know whenever you got Justin Steele on the mound, you're you're saying to yourself, hey, you know, I got this. And so with Justin Steele on the mound, uh, he is thirteen and three. Against Toronto, went five innings, gave up six hits, three earned runs, seven strikeouts. Um, didn't go six innings, unfortunately. But, you know, again, in his last three starts, he's given up three earned runs each time. Went five innings, 5.1 against Atlanta, and six innings in Cincinnati. He's given up three innings each time, so or three runs each time. So let's see what he does against KC. What's KC throwing back the Cubs way? Now, against the Cubs, they're going to have Brady Singer. Now, with Brady Singer, he's a righty. He is 8-8 eight and eight with a 491 ERA. Last start against Seattle, no decision. He went 7.1 innings pitch, gave up only two earned runs. Against Boston, 6.2 innings, gave up only three earned runs. And against the Mets, gave up only eight. Uh, he went eight innings and gave up zero earned runs. So, uh, you know, these starters have been doing really well as well. It's just once you get past the starters, they got nothing behind that. Well, let's hope we can run them out quickly. And then game three, we got Kyle Hendricks. Yep, the professor, Kyle Hendricks, again, a victim in his last outing of a lot of bad contact. Uh, sometimes, again, when you pitch to contact, that's what's going to happen. They just, The balls just find spots to drop in. He's four and six. He went six innings, gave up only three and runs against the White Sox. Went five innings, gave up only two earned runs against the Mets. And then against Atlanta, that was the bad one. He stinks against Atlanta. Four innings, he gave up seven earned runs. But we definitely, uh, with this Stroman injury, Dustin, everybody's got to step up. Yep, it is step-up time. Let's talk about uh, 
hot and not now, Crawley. Let's talk about uh, Nico Horner and Cody Bellinger. Of course, Cody Bellinger's on the list, but Nico Horner back on the hot list, right? Yeah, real quick, Jordan Lyles, he's 3-13 and 13 with the 6.30 ERA, so that's, that's where why the Cubs can easily... Probably. 3 and 13, who cares? The Cubs are going to pound him. <laughs> so, yeah, Nico Horner has been hot for the Cubs as of late. He has really been looking good. 7 for his last 17 with one home run, one RBI, slashing 412, 524, and 647. And Cody Bellinger, he never leaves the list. 6 for his last 18 with the home run and three RBIs. He is slashing 333-400 with a 611 slug. Um, on the knot, you got uh, at the bottom right there, you got Jan Gomes. He's been struggling one for his last 10 with no home runs, no RBI, slash 100-250-200, kind of coming reverting back to the means, right? And then uh, regressing back to the means, sorry. And then Mike Talkman, who's just everyone's been talking about, but now he's one for 13 with an RBI, slashing 0.077. 0.250.077. Yeah, Talkman has been struggling a little bit, um, has gotten some games off. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him down the stretch. Jan Gomes looking old. Does uh, the Royals, um, they've got to have a, guy, a lot of long list on the knots considering their record, but how about on the hot side? Who do Cub fans have to watch out for? The Royals are very hot right now. Mikhail Garcia, the third baseman, nine for his last 20 with two RBIs, slashing 450, 476, 500. Uh, long stalwart Salvador Perez, catcher, 10 for his last 25 with two home runs and nine RBIs, slashing 400, 385, 680. Again, this team is hot right now. One guy that I just want to kind of, uh, you know, a lot of these guys in the last seven games – these are their, you know, they're batting 450, 400, 391, 375, 375. Uh, the one guy I really want to warn everybody about is Bobby Witt, the shortstop, 10 for his last 27 with three home runs and eight RBIs. And former Cub, Nelson Velasquez, six for his last 19 with three home runs and four RBIs. Wish he would have gotten a chance to play here some, but that's that. And so there are a lot of high, high, hot guys right now, but be careful, Bobby Witt and Nelson Val, uh, Velasquez. Yeah, Witt had that inside the park home run not too long ago, right? Yeah, yeah, he's an exciting young player, man. All right, Crowley, how about some predictions? Um, for the predictions, I am saying right now that the Cubs take two of three. I'm just hoping the offense turns around. I don't know. I'm trying to be positive after last night, but I'm if you're if, if you're asking me if I'm confident about that two for three, it's a shaky two for three. All right, I'm going sweep, Crowley. Christopher Morrell woke everybody up. They know they're not getting Stroman back. This team has got to go now, and as you like to say, they got to put their uh, foot on the proverbial neck of some weak teams, and this is as weak as it gets. Cubs to sweep the Royals this weekend. Crowley's got two out of three. I've got the sweep. Crowley, that's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly to W podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W on Facebook, Instagram, and don't forget you can email us, flythew670 at gmail.com, and you can watch us on the YouTube channel. That's right. Subscribe to the 670 The Scores YouTube page and do just that. Crowley, happy Friday tomorrow. Happy Cubs just out of the lead in the division. And right now, if the season started, the postseason started, the Cubs would be in the postseason. So we've got to be excited about that. Postseason baseball. That is baseball at its finest. I hope they make it because I will be there cheering. Go Cubs.